Welcome to God is Open. I am your host, Christopher Fisher. On today's episode, we're going to be responding to this individual. I don't know what he's, uh, the friendly atheist or something like that. Not a very friendly guy. I don't know. Not a very good guy. The game that we're playing today is how long can we watch this video without losing IQ points? It's not very long. Uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, not very long. Also, if you have small children in the area, you might want to shuffle them out because this guy does use language a funny story about that i had my kids and we we're at mcdonald's and i had this other boy with me and i'm bringing the food back to the table and i set the tray down and the boy looks at me and he says hey do you allow your kids to swear and i say yeah i guess with with discretion why what did they say yeah you know i don't want my kids being vulgar but just prohibiting swearing on all occasions that doesn't seem very rational to me and they said they said the b word the b word I'm sitting there thinking, I, I, I guess, I, yeah, I, I guess I know what that B word is. So, all right, just tell me the word they said, and they wouldn't say it at all. I was like, okay, spell it out, spell the word out for me. And they're like, B. I'm like, okay, I got that. And they're like, A. I'm like, what? <laughs> what swear word starts with B A? I don't know if we're like in England and, or something, and they got a whole different set of swear words. Uh, turns out the word is bastard, and apparently in that kid's family, that was a terrible word to say. I guess I having no real father i mean coming from a single mother that's that's a swear word i guess it's some families and it was on tv and he got my kids to read the tv subtitles in mcdonald's and then he tried to the little punk little punk tried to turn in my kids uh for swearing he set them up to try to get them in trouble uh it didn't work backfired but anyways uh if your kids just heard the bastard story you probably want to rewind time and have them not listen to it but anyways we're going to go back to this guy and this guy, he, he, he styles himself as intellectual and rational and intelligent. And, and uh, instead, instead, what I see is a very feminized man. We lived in a very feminized America where, where these, these values of, oh, offense, you're always offended about everything. And, and uh, beta behavior, beta behavior, especially trying to tell other grown men what they should and shouldn't do. Uh, what, what, what's actually happening there? Um, impotence. He is expressing his impotence in a form of a video diary blog. Uh, counteroffer, you know, you want me not to evangelize you. Counteroffer, I'll do whatever I want and you could just cry in impotence. Huh? How about that for a counteroffer? But Mr. Mr. Friendly Atheist, go ahead, tell me all about your feelings. To the Christians out there watching this, please stop evangelizing to me. I know it's your duty to fix me, but don't. Don't do it to me. Don't do it to any other atheist because you do it really badly. Uh-oh. Stop. Stop the tape. What? What is this? A gold medal for intellect. Gold star. Uh, you get some sort of award for a big brain. Big brain award. We're at 14 seconds. And our first thing, where is a notepad? Let's write it down. If you do something badly, you should do it at all. It's not like you should improve your skill and keep trying and improving yourself if you do something badly just throw that thing in the trash just don't do it anymore this is this guy's idea we're at 14 seconds i think we've already lost the iq game we've already lost iq points listening to this man you wrongly assume you're telling us new information do you honestly think we could live in the united states and not know about the christian myth <laughs> you will never hear an atheist say Tell me more about this Jesus. <laughs> so a lot of things going on here. So if only, 
if only a rational person had access to some sort of data set that could confirm or deny whether or not this guy's uh, representation of religious knowledge in the United States is accurate or not. Oh, what's this? A survey about Americans' knowledge on religious religious issues? What's this? Oh, well, it says 8 in 10 U.S. adults know that the Christian tradition Easter commemorates the resurrection of Jesus. 8 in 10. A similar share know that the Christian doctrine of the Trinity holds that there is one God and three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is 2 out of 10 don't know basic facts about Christianity. That's 1 out of 5. You see 5 people at the mall? One of them doesn't know basic facts about Christianity. So is this guy is this guy accurate in his claim that oh they they know what we're talking about and and we we're not relaying new information to him? Let's let's go back and look at it. Maybe maybe it's just maybe it's just that atheists they're they're super smart people. They know more about everything than everyone else. It turns out turns out that evangelical Protestants that's me we know more about the Bible. Than any other group, it says evangelical Protestants give the highest number of right answers, answering 9.3 out of 14 on average. Atheists and Mormons do also well, getting an average of 8.6 and 8.5 questions right. So, atheists are lower than evangelical Christians on the biblical knowledge surveys. Huh. Maybe what's happening here is the Dunning-Kruger effect. We have someone who's overconfident in his own knowledge. He's he's not smart enough to know how dumb he is. But go on, tell us all about everything, Mr. Atheist. I, I've never heard of him. We know about Jesus. We know about God. You're wrong. The stats say you're wrong. We know about the crucifixion. We all just think it's silly and childish. Hell, we probably know more about your religion than you do. If only there was some sort of data set we could look at to see if that's accurate. Dunning-Kruger. We got someone not knowing how ignorant he is about the subject he's talking about. Maybe we should be teaching you about Christianity. <laughs> Actually, Let's hope not. why don't you sit there while I try to convince you that Hogwarts and Voldemort are real? And then we can have a chat about how annoying it is when someone tries to convince you that a fairy tale is true. Yeah, I've been sitting here for like a minute, and it is pretty annoying listening to you to talk about nonsense that you've made up in your own head. You do have a point there. I do give you one point of credit. You are annoying. You wrongly think you have good news to share. Mm-hmm. Telling me... So let's go to any evangelical street preacher who shares the good news on a daily basis. What kind of response does he get? Does everyone turn him down, or are there some people who have... Good news that fundamentally changed their life. If I'm, I'm a betting man, um, I would bet even odds that you go to a street preacher and ask them, and that's going to be a fairly common experience where people have good news that changes their life. But he, he wants to classify it not as good news. Why? Because it doesn't work on him. Well, Mister, well, Mister uh, Genius over here, I don't think much would work on you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I'm bad and sinful and in need of saving. Doesn't work when I know I'm a decent human being. Really? Let's talk to the street preachers. Let's see what the street preachers say about that. How effective 
is their methodology of preaching sin and repentance. We can, we can see what's, what's true and what's false. This guy is projecting on the world. He says, oh, it probably because it doesn't work on me. It doesn't work on anyone. And I'm going to use that information, my projection of what the world should be based on the things in my own head. I'm going to project that to street preachers and tell them, how they should be preaching and what they should be preaching about uh, things that would reach me better, even though guaranteed someone who he individually customizes with all his correct ways of preaching and talking comes to this guy. This guy's not going to convert to Christianity. So he's proposing to professionals who do this for their living. He's proposing that they do things his way, ways which won't even work. The ignorance of this man is overwhelming. It's like those people who come in and they see a business and they say, oh, I could do it better. I could could do a better job running your business than you. Well, let's see you try. Let's see you start a business and pay the wages you think and, and sell the products that you think and see how well you actually do. Mr. Outsider, what's actually really the case is these people have Pollyannish ideas about how reality functions and their good ideas that they try to tell people who are actually doing those things, they're good. the good ideas that they're proposing are outlandish, ridiculous, and will not work. Telling me I'm going to be tortured for eternity if I don't agree with you isn't love. That's a threat. <laughs> oh, yeah, if look both ways before you cross the street or else you might get hit by a, a car. You can't tell me that. That's a threat. Oh, man, we're losing more IQ points. The longer this goes on, the dumber we are getting. Thank you, Mr. Atheist. I'm glad you're here to tell us all these things. No one needs to rescue me. The only way that talking point is effective is if I have low self-esteem, which I don't. (laughs) You're kind of like telemarketers, interrupting my life uninvited, trying to sell me something I have no use for. I really just want to put all of you on my do not call list. And when I tell you my problems with what you're saying, you don't listen. You're worse than Comcast. Have you ever considered that your problems with what we're saying are idiotic? I don't think you've had one rational, thought-out, well-reasoned point so far in this video, Mr. Atheist. you, You might just be a dumb person. Um, So that is a possibility, and that's a possibility that has some likelihood greater than 50%, I would say, if I'm putting numbers, I'm a betting man. So, greater than 50% chance there, Mr. Atheist. You wrongly think anecdotes are convincing. We're a- 100% they are. 100% they are. Okay, so, yeah, I'm not a very anecdote type person. So, if you listen to my podcast for any amount of time, I don't, I don't talk about myself too often. I, it's it's maddening to me. I, I have this atheist book. And it's uh, I Am Strange Loop, and I got a lot of atheist books, and a lot of times they fill it with anecdotal stories. Oh, I was here, and I did this, and and uh, it's, it's mind-numbing to me to have to read through these anecdotes. But these are best-selling books. They appeal to large-scale audience because human beings, guess what? Uh, human beings, they care about, do they care about facts, figures? Do they, are they persuaded by facts, figures, and statistics? They are not. They're actually convinced by personal interactions, things that they can relate to. And this is what I've learned 
really early in my life that this is how people respond to information. They do not respond to facts, logic, and reason. They respond to emotion very effectively. I would change it if I could. If there was an easy button that would switch everyone to facts and logic, I would do that. But anecdotal stories are incredibly effective. This man, not only is he ignorant of statistics, not only is he ignorant of evangelism and effective evangelism methods, he's also ignorant of human psychology, how humans functions, act, react, how they understand and process information. This guy's massively ignorant on a wide range of subjects. And that's a lot to pack into this very little video. We're only two minutes in and he's shown his ignorance on so many subjects. Atheists, we know better than to be swayed by emotion. So your I don't personal think so. story of finding God, as touching as it may be, does nothing for us. I am immune to your sob story about Jesus. Sorry. Same thing goes for stories in the Bible. You know, again, this is this is all someone who's not an evangelist trying to give tips on how to evangelize to people who actually do it, who have instant feedback mechanisms. They have audiences that act and react in real time and delayed as well. They might get an email a year or two down the road and someone saying, oh, what you said really convicted me. These are people with tried and true methodologies. They're out in the field experimenting, seeing what works and what doesn't. And he presumes to have enough intellect and rationality and uh, intellectual acumen to give advice about how, about how they should do what is essentially their full-time job. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, I love it. Telling me about Jesus or Adam and Eve doesn't make me go, oh, that makes perfect sense. No, I'm really thinking, oh my God, I can't believe you fell for that shit. It's never a What a brilliant man. Oh, thank you for your words of wisdom. Two-way conversation. I don't know what the formal definition of evangelism is, but it tends to mean you talk while I have to shut up and listen. That seems to be more effective than other, other ways. One thing I, I noticed from street preaching videos is they often do dialogue very intensely with, with these types of people for the specific reason of showing these people to be fools, for tearing their arguments apart. So I don't know who he's talking to, uh, but go find, go find your uh, Jesse Morales of the world out uh, preaching on the corner. Which is really the worst way to convince someone about anything. I mean, in, in that way, you're really no different than those annoying preachers who show up on college campuses and yell at students about sodomy and Jezebels and fornication. And it works. Go talk to them. Go talk to see, see if that works. Those guys are only interested in conversion, not conversation. <laughs> I, I, it feels to me that they're interested in both, but conversion is the major element. And so talking to someone like you, an irrational person who's full of himself and you do not want a conversation. So they will use you. You will be a prop in their act. They will tear you down. And the point is to reach the other people in the audience who are listening into your interactions and you doing what you do here. Keep doing it. Uh, fantastic. You're doing a great job. You are a tool. You're a tool that to be used, like it or not, like it or not, you are being used to convert people to Christianity. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Tool. If you disrespect me so much that my opinions and my rebuttals to what you're saying go ignored, 
then why should I have to listen to what you're saying? You would never be okay with evangelism if it went in the other direction. If atheists sat you down to tell you about the life of Charles Darwin and how only we can give ourselves meaning, you'd probably be pissed off. Yeah, I'm pretty pissed off that the entire American education system is anti-Christian, teaching godless atheism. So you do it on an industrial scale. Atheists always do things on industrial scales. They mass murder on industrial scales. They always talk about, oh, the Crusades, the Crusades. Yeah, 200 million people in the last century are dead due to atheism, socialism, and communism. These people, they want to take your children, they want to indoctrinate your children at an early age in public schools with their atheistic evolution on a daily basis. So there is not an appropriate amount of outrage shown by modern Christians of this mass indoctrination done by atheists. This point is completely hypocritical because he is doing this on a massive industrial scale, brainwashing, indoctrinating children. And annoyed. And you'd feel like I'm talking down to you. And you'd probably be bored. Now, imagine a... Yeah, he is talking down. Look at his facial expressions. Look at uh, his tone of voice. He's talking down to people because uh, he doesn't like Christians. He looks down on Christians. And so maybe in his interactions, what he's doing is he's showing himself to be a garbage human. And so maybe people don't want to interact with you for that single point because you are a garbage person. I don't think you really care about whether or not I convert. Not you. I think a lot of Christians evangelize for themselves. It <laughs> makes them feel good. <laughs> oh, they just love hate and ridicule. They love being physically assaulted. They they love being made fun of in the media in Hollywood. Oh, they just do it for themselves. They're getting personal benefit out of it. All right. So now this guy is hallucinating. He's gone full on hallucinating. They think they're getting brownie points from God. They could care less if I change my mind because they're too busy getting off on the sounds of their own voices. Well, probably not me. I don't really care for the sound of my own voice too much. But I, I hear your point. I hear your point and I reject it. I think you're projecting. You're projecting here. You might get off on the sound of your own voice judging from the tone, your facial expressions, and the way that you're talking in your own video. You scumbag hypocrite. It just doesn't work. You know what I've never heard Christians say? That they found Jesus because someone knocked on their door and annoyed the hell out of them. So all the Christian missionaries throughout history who do this day in, day out, uh, they, they send people to other countries, uh, they live their lives, this is their missionary style. You're telling me that this does not work. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, you should probably write Steve Jobs. He's, he's dead, but uh, go ahead and write him anyways and tell him how he should run Apple. I'm sure you are a genius. Um, you just know all about evangelizing and running businesses, car mechanics. You should probably uh, write your local. You should, if you get your car fixed, you should probably stand over his shoulder and tell him how to fix your car because you probably know better. Uh, Mr. Man, you, you're, you are a genius. And so I'm sure, I'm sure your advice isn't just absolute trash. I'm sure people should internalize and follow it. I'm sure they'd get better results if they just listened to your idiotic rambling. Literally. Usually Literal. Christians will say they had a born again experience. They encountered Jesus. They felt God. They knew he was real. To which I say, okay, 
let me have that same experience. I don't need you interrupting that process. Tell you what, go away and just pray for me in the privacy of your own home. So just look at this guy, his impotence that he is signaling. He's he's really mad and frustrated that these people are talking to him in any respect, which is funny because often people that I meet or talk to, they don't have people evangelizing them for Christianity. There's economist Brian Kaplan put on his blog one day. He says, I don't encounter these people trying to convert me to Christianity. He's, it's something he does not experience. So apparently this person has experienced it at some point in his life somewhere, probably, probably because he's online and he's probably got a Facebook comment or something like that or a YouTube comment. And now he's, he's uh, raging in his impotence. Oh, I can't change things. Oh, no. Oh, no. Pretty funny. I'm glad, I'm glad this pains you dearly because it makes me happy. I mean, you believe in prayer, so let God do the heavy lifting. You never have the guts to admit when other Christians are wrong. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever been to a Facebook Christian site? It's nothing but hostility, bitterness, vindictiveness. There's a lot of bad language, uh, false accusations, true accusations flying from all sides. It is uh melee it's a battle royale melee edition where people just duke it out in in the dirt in the mud oh they hate each other oh christians hate each other and it's a call out culture anytime someone does something wrong on the other side it has made national news it's on facebook for weeks and everyone bashing everyone calling people out oh so I don't know what the heck you're talking about. It, it, it's, you seem to be entirely, every single point that you've made so far in this video, I think you're entirely disconnected from reality. I think that's what's going on here. That's not an argument as to whether or not Christianity is true. But if you want me to be a Christian, you're... Zero of your arguments have had anything to do with whether or not Christianity is true. It's all been you emoting. It's you, you telling us your emotions. Oh, this, I, I feel like, are we on the view? Is, is Whoopi Goldberg here? Is she going to talk about emotions and, and feelings and things? Telling me to be part of a club that includes Mark Driscoll and Pat Robertson and Rick Warren and Ted Haggard and so on. Why the hell would I want to do that? Why would I want to read a book that led to their behavior? So I think Ted Haggard, I think this is the pastor who... Um, he, he got like a male prostitute or something. I could be totally wrong. It could be a different guy. Ted Haggard. So I guess this guy's point is Ted Haggard. He picked up a Bible and he's reading it and he's like, ah, oh, this Bible is teaching me that I should get into male prostitution. Is it, is that what you're saying, mister? Is, is that your argument here? Or, uh, uh, often when people are doing jerky things or gross things or things that should be disgusting, like male prostitution um they're not going to get that from the bible they're they're typically that's that's extra biblical they're not doing the biblical things but uh go on I, I, rick rick warren did did rick warren do something that uh that we should be aware of that was bad i don't i don't know of any real criticisms of him here okay so all right here we go google search what has rick warren done that is terrible let's see um success his son died. That's pretty terrible. Don't lose your son. Let's see. Vitriol. Infed. People are, are are being angry and, and harassing him because his son died. 
Weight loss. I guess that's pretty terrible. I don't know what Rick Warren did that was so bad. It probably has something to do with the homosexuals. That's what uh, their special interest group is. Uh, rabid, violent, angry bigots who will literally use the guns of the government to enslave their ideological opponents. That's your special interest group that you're attaching your name to. Fantastic. I promise you that for every decent Christian you name, I can throw a dozen horrible ones right back at you. And maybe you're thinking, what is this? So what reasons why Christians shouldn't evangelize is because you could argue with them about the merits of individuals who associate with various groups. All right, we can play that game. Let's, let's look at the body count of atheism. 200 million people in the last hundred years. It dwarfs anything else. The Crusades, it just... Just just a drop in the bucket compared to this. You guys are murderous ideologues. You guys are fanatics. Atheism is a dangerous, demented ideology, even more so than Islam. You have killed. There's more bodies at your doorstep. So if we want to compare people, we can play that game. I don't know what we're doing here. I don't know how that has anything to do with the subject of your video, but fantastic. That's not fair. Some atheists are jerks too. And you know what? You're right. Some atheists are jerks. And that's just them. Atheism isn't some church that they're a part of. There's no book telling them to act that way. They are isolated assholes. So what's this claim going on here? He says that atheism can't be defined by the members. Okay, well, what about my average experience with atheists and, and their their character and behavior? Can, it, can we talk about that? Can I use that to characterize and categorize atheists as that's something we could do, but but we could use the same argument for Christianity. So like the Crusades, for example, does the Bible call for Crusades? Let's, let's just assume. Let's assume for sake of argument that the Crusades were bad and not a defensive war against an extreme ideology that was taking over all of Europe. Let's just pretend for a second the Crusades were all bad. Um, well, does the Bible command a crusade? Is is that based on the Bible? Is is that what we're doing here? Is that's what it seems to be this guy's claim that the Bible's inspiring bad activities or behaviors or something like that. Somehow that ties into his thesis why Christians shouldn't evangelize. I think he's just going off on random tangents here. I don't I don't think we're getting a coherent video. So did you write these points? Did you read the points that you wrote to support your video? premise? Did, did that happen in editing? And I promise you plenty of atheists would say the exact same thing. I like Richard Dawkins and Bill Mars personally. I'm a fan They're of terrible both, people. But I promise you there are a lot of atheists out there who will joyfully trash them both. Yeah, in their personal lives, they're terrible people. Uh, funny that uh, Richard Dawkins fell from grace in the feminist movement too. They, they kind of ate him alive. They're eating their own. But fantastic. Go on. Good luck finding Christians who are willing to speak out against someone like Rick Warren. Even a lot of liberal... <laughs> what did he do? He lost some weight and he lost his son? I, I guess I'll condemn him for that. Don't be losing weight. Christians and progressive Christians are quiet when it comes to admitting that homosexuality is fine and it's not a sin. If you... See, there we go. So he assumes that Christians should what? Think homosexuality is not a sin? When explicitly it is a sin. So what he wants to do is he wants to assume his own morality shaped in a feminized America that has zero basis of reality. 
He's claiming people like Bill Maher are good people, these terrible individuals. And then apparently, because Christians don't share his warped, perverted uh, values, uh, apparently we're the bad guys. Okay, fantastic. What a great point. I don't, I, I don't know what you're going for here, buddy. You can't admit how your faith often makes the world a worse place, then you're part of the problem. America seems pretty great to me. America, founded on Christian values by Christians, overwhelmingly dominated by Christianity throughout its history. It seems like it seems like the pinnacle of human history for wealth, prosperity, standards of living. It seems pretty good to me. I just don't trust people who evangelize to children. Christians have vic- I don't either. That's why I don't like atheists who institutionalize our children at the threat of gun. Pro- compulsory education in the U.S. teaching them Darwinian evolution, teaching them atheism. Systematically and institutionalized, we ridicule religion, we rid- ridicule the Bible. I've seen it firsthand. That's what you guys do. This is This is projecting, except for the atheists, just like mass murder, they do things on an industrial scale. They do their brainwashing in mass. Bible schools and Sunday schools, and they're always trying to get kids to go to church. You know why? It's because those kids aren't old enough to question what they're being taught. And I'm not. So here's his argument We shouldn't evangelize him because we evangelize kids. Brilliant. Uh, I don't know how many medals for intellect this guy has racked up so far, but it's a lot. What what a smart intellectual that we have here. Bravo. Um, I should listen to you more often. Your words of wisdom are inspiring. I'm not talking about teaching them values and ethics. I'm talking about teaching them Bible stories as if they're real. There's a reason the Creation Museum's advertisements target children. There's a reason they have animatronics. So... Your Darwinian evolution is taught in schools as if it's real. And they don't even talk about counterpoints. For example, that we have soft dinosaur tissue, that we have dinosaur protein, that we have carbon-dated dinosaur bones, not fossils, carbon-dated dinosaur bones, that we have carbon-14 in diamonds, that put upper age limits on these things of thousands, not millions of years. But you don't see that counter evidence in any classrooms why because you are indoctrinating children with your religion your atheistic religion and frankly frankly i'm not a big fan i don't think there's sufficient outrage in the christian community for the things that you are doing to children you're sexualizing children too you guys are sexualizing children at very young ages it is despicable despicable fantastic you throw your hat in the ring with despicable people probably yourself are one of these despicable people chronic dinosaurs there they're going after the kids who will believe anything you tell them i would say the same thing about atheists by the way but we don't have a habit of doing this we have you do it on institutionalized levels in mass to all children at threat of gun compulsory education so yeah you're projecting you're hallucinating nothing you've said in this video has any relation to reality you're stuck in a fantasy world no problem trying to convince you we're right when you're old enough to think for yourself try introducing the catholic idea that the communion wafer is literally the body of jesus literally when that person's 21. I just had a 40-year-old on my timeline convert to Catholicism. Your point's mute. I dare you. Let's see how that goes.
If you have to convince children that your religion is right, it's probably because your beliefs aren't worth taking seriously. So, so this guy really hasn't thought very hard about the things that he's saying. If Christianity is true, if the world is six to 12,000 years old, if these things are true, teaching these kids these facts, it's not a bad thing to do. It's actually a really good thing to do. He just assumes just because he doesn't believe it, that us teaching our kids these things is bad. What kind of low IQ argument is this? This guy we're dealing with is a moron. We have all been made dumber by watching this man's video. We have lost IQ points at every step in the process. Thank you, atheists. Thank you for wasting our time and doing this to us. You have made the world a dumber place. You have lowered the average IQ. I sure hope you don't put out more videos. I don't know if the world could take that much more loss in IQ points. So, after all this, how should you evangelize? I'm not saying you should just stop completely, but there- So here's the part of the video where a grown man is telling other grown men, men who do this, this professionally, who do it full-time, their full-time job, this is the part of the video where this man with no experience, no rationality, no connection to reality, no understanding of human nature, no understanding of statistics, no understanding of the Bible, apparently, if we were to believe statistics, where he's going to be telling professional evangelists how to do their job. Fantastic. I'm ready for this. Uh, please, please, uh, don't make me lose more IQ points, mister. There is a right way to do it. Here's how. You make your contact information publicly available. And that's it. Don't call us, we'll call you. Or how's this? You ask me if I want to discuss religion with you. And if I say yes, we have that conversation. And if I say no, you respect my time and my wishes and stop bothering me. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, I would advise Christians not talk to this man because he might make more videos like this and might lower the world IQ by just that much for each video he makes. But then again, I think this guy likes talking into the screen, talking nonsense. And so probably whether or not we evangelize this individual, he'll probably make the same number of videos regardless and lower our collective IQ regardless of our actions. So probably probably there's there's no value added, but there's no value lost in, in reaching out to this individual. Anyways, this is one of the problems I find with atheists. You find fanatical atheists. There's, there's rational atheists. Uh, there's fanatical Christians. It goes both ways. But individuals like this, they're garbage people. And so you look at all his arguments, look at everything he said there. He has no basis in reality. He doesn't understand how people function. He doesn't understand the Christian mentality. His arguments don't even support his overall point. His arguments are all premised on him being correct and Christians being incorrect. And when you have to assume your own worldview into your arguments, um, yeah, it's it's not a very good argument. It's not a very high intellect thing to do. So, ah, we're not we're not dealing with atheists best and brightest here. That's about all I got for today. I'm not going to finish out this video. I, I, he probably talks more nonsense, but uh, start a thread in the God is Open Facebook group or put some comments down below. I thank you for listening.